Welcome, D gentlemen and D gentlewomen, to episode eight or episode nine of the Odds Get Even podcast. I'm your host here with J. Wright Hammers with the co-host AJ Betts and RG and a special guest co-host, Rally Hedges. How are you guys? Doing great. You know, it's a fantastic Thursday night. Got some Thursday night football coming up. Can't complain right now. We're ready to get back at it and have a good weekend. I'm doing great as well. We got championship weekend coming out. We got some uh, great picks for it. Honestly, not too many playoff implications this championship weekend. So a bit disappointing, but uh, Hey, the Rose bowl finally pulled through. So a bit fired up about that 12 team playoff coming soon. Rally hedges first full pod for you. How you doing brother? I'm doing really well. I'm really excited to be happy here. A little bit nervous, not going to lie, but I uh, know we're fired up. The World Cup is uh, going wild the past couple of days, so I'm excited to come on and talk about it. Yeah, it's a great uh, time for sports. we got a bunch <laughs> of sports going on on the grass, on the ice, uh, on the court as well for our basketball listeners here. But I want to explain something to the listeners about uh, the episode eight, episode nine, deflate gate type of issue we had going on. So we got hacked by the Russians, boys. And our last episode got completely corrupted. So our picks are posted on our social media, as you guys can see how we did there. I had to skip out on a couple breakfasts, but we are back this week and we are going to come back with some absolute hammers, boys. We got a jam-packed episode today. I'm so excited. So before we get into the picks, boys, I want to talk about uh, our weekends. Do you have any good plans for the weekend? I don't want to talk about this week. I want to talk about last week and how the odds get even pod caught a fat dub in the ball hockey tournament. 5-0 and record, one in the shootout, just an absolute electric day and just great for the program. No, yeah, what an electric day. We called it. We, I, I Honestly, I thought we were going to do shit. I thought we were going to get shit pumped every game. Uh, we came out there and showed what this podcast is all about and that's, uh, that's heart and adversity. And uh, we definitely showed that all day on Saturday, bro, boys, the legs were burning on Sunday, though. Holy, it was a good time. How about that t-shirt we got for winning, though? A little t-shirt, a little pizza, some hockey tickets. It was a good time. Some I'm still hurting well. today. <laughs> yeah, we had a big tournament. We played with a lot of heart. We looked like the Islanders out there. Uh, we had a nice strategy where uh, RG uh, was, the, was the guy just putting pucks on net, balls on net. We were just crashing that hard. Uh, your boy Hammers here had uh, was over a point per game. So, uh, round of applause for everyone, even though there wasn't any stats. You guys, I call had... every point per game. <laughs> Charity. <laughs> no big deal. But, but let's uh, let's talk about this weekend, boys. What are the plans for this weekend? You guys getting up to anything? Uh, take it away, AJ. Tell us your your big plans at Menchie's. <laughs> That's that's a little low, but um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely nothing this weekend. You know, big finals. I might head back to Dundas. Brother's got a Christmas party, so might might get into it a bit Saturday night. We'll see how uh, you know the study for Carolyn goes on Saturday. But um, other than that, not too much. How about you, boys? No, uh, AJ's more of a Starbucks guy now. I saw him there this morning, so that's uh, that's what he's all over now. Um, Nothing too much for me. I got to study. I got to get back to work. Got to get back in the groove. So I'll just be uh, watching college football Saturday, doing some work. How about you? Going to be on the grind, man. Nothing else to do. Got to be a uh, big boy this weekend. 
Yeah, same. We got finals. Uh, I don't know for listeners here. We're on the back end of our uh, school careers here. It's the last final stretch before we go back to our habitats in the, in Toronto. But let's talk about the the real deal here. What we all really care about. And it's our top ten elite picks. What we do every single weekend, boys. Uh, we want to head right into it because we're all about business here on the pod. I'm going to start with the usual. RG, take us away with the first pick for the weekend. All right, boys. So uh, obviously we know I'm going to the gridiron, but the educational gridiron, and that is college football. Uh, we got championship weekend. We got a big one in the Pac-12. Boys, USC, first year with the man who we shall not say his name and his incredible quarterback who left the best program of all time are playing a game that can put them into the playoff. They're playing Utah, a team they lost by 1.2 in an absolute slugfest, 43-42 earlier this year. So this game, we have actually taken no spread here. We're taking over 66 and a half. Um, you got two incredible quarterbacks here. I do think USC is going to squeak this one out but I think it is going to be an absolute barn burner um this is going to be a great ball game I strongly suggest watching this Friday night um Cam Rising in Utah he's been a little bit weak lately but I can see them putting up some points on that awful USC defense and uh you already know Caleb Williams is going to be throwing the ball deep down the field here so I love the analysis there RG but I do want to ask you one thing so this TikToker James Draws really does not like USC with his video on asking them what happened after their loss. Do you think that has a factor on USC's performance this weekend with a potential TikTok coming out? I would say USC and Caleb Williams, uh, Jordan Addison, they are not watching this guy's videos. I don't think it concerns them. I think Lincoln Riley is blocking out all the noise. You can see the boys rolling. So there's going to be no what happened video. There's going to be a no what happened video. You don't know the guy is like, what happened? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> one of his I best videos, one of his best videos on TikTok was USC. Uh, what <laughs> happened? I'll send it to you guys. It's hilarious. One with Oklahoma State, too. I loved it. When uh, I see the USA versus Iran one. <laughs> that video is going to start world war three but that's a great analysis here rg we're going to move on to aj aj what is your number two pick odds get even ironclad pick of the week they're going they're saying college we're hitting the basketball court i've been pretty successful in the odds get even pod other than the specialists kind of lost in this but we're going to the gonzaga versus baylor bears taking gonzaga money line uh gonzaga's had a bit of a slow start this year two losses in the area on which is very uncharacteristic to them but baylor just got blown out last game by marquette by 26 points gonzaga's a better team they're better inside they got better shooters they're a better team all around better coach so i absolutely love this pick uh, when you can get Gonzaga this close and this good value against a team they're much better than that, I'll take it every day of the week. So Gonzaga money line is the pick of the week, and I'm locking it in. So this is a rematch of the finals from two years ago. Now, lot two years ago, obviously your boy bet on Gonzaga to win, and we saw what happened. So one of the hardest things to do is beat a team twice in a row in sports. I, I love that pick here. I don't think Baylor's going to beat them at all. And uh, I believe Drew Timmy's still playing, correct? 
He is fourth year guy. He's still uh, he's put up some good numbers. The stash is probably still rocking. Is rocking November probably still rocking now? But hey, he's averaging twenty points a game and eight rebounds this year so far. So he's still rolling. He's tough to stop inside. And Baylor's got no match him right now. Yo, did you guys know Drew Timmy's the same age as us? He looks like twenty years older than me. That's terrifying. That guy could eat me. That's, yeah, he. That's terrifying. He's a two thousand. It's crazy. <laughs> All right, so, boys, we're moving to my pick. I had a pretty rough weekend last weekend, I'm not going to lie. My value picks hit. My locks didn't hit. It's been the story for the hockey picks recently, but we're going to come back here with hockey, and we're going to come back this weekend, and we're going to take the New York Islanders on Friday against the Nashville Predators. Now, why are we taking the New York Islanders versus the Nashville Predators? And I'm going to give you one reason and one reason only. This is the 2022-2023 Vesna winner, possibly heart winner, Ilya Sorokin in net. And if he plays, the New York Islanders are going to win this game. Like I said multiple times before, the hardest thing to do is beat a team two times in a row. And the hardest thing to do is beat a team two times in a row in the UBS arena and on the island. So I love the Islanders here. Sorokin's absolutely buzzing. He's a brick wall. Came off of a 50-save shutout against Edmonton. Played pretty well against the Flyers. Buyers, but couldn't get the dub because of no goal support. I think the Islanders come out here and absolutely whack, pee-pee whack the Nashville Predators in this one. What do you guys think here, boys? Yeah, I'll take it away. Um, yeah, I love I love this pick. I think Strokin's one of the best goalies in the league. So you're betting on him, not really the Islanders at this point. But, you know, like it's J-Roy Hammer's hockey picks. Although we've been a little ice cold lately, I'll still follow it to the day I die. So whatever he says goes, same as always. Yeah, no, I like the Islanders. Um, I learned a lot about the Islanders this weekend after playing a full day of Islander hockey on Saturday. So uh, that kind of fired me up. I'm ready to roll here, ready for uh, J-Royd Hammers to get back to uh, back in the mix here. J-Royd, do you think that the Islanders can play true Islanders hockey coming off against a top 3-1 loss against Philly? So that game was an outlier. It was a lot of back and forth with the Islanders, with the Flyers. They beat the Flyers 5-2 the game before. And I, I kind of sound like a broken record here, but one of the toughest things to do in hockey is beat a team two games in a row. And that was after they played the Flyers and beat them 5-2 in their own barn. So that game was more of a legacy game for the Flyers than it was for a game for the Islanders here, which is why I'm taking the Islanders as well, because they got slapped by, by the Predators 5-2. And Give respect to the Predators here. They are playing pretty well. They're six and three in their last uh, six, three and one in their last ten. But if Sorokin's in that, he's not taking two losses in a row here, boys. Sorokin is one of the best goalies in the past couple of years here with his performance. He has over a nine thirty save percentage. One thing I do want to mention though about Sorokin is his heart odds right now to win the heart, the MVP of the league, is a hundred to one. And if the Islanders want to do anything this year and make it to the playoffs, Sorokin has to be has to be close to perfect. So I wouldn't I would even not go against like sprinkling Sorokin on winning the heart this year at 100 to 1. 10 pays a thousand. So it could be a nice value play here. Um, yeah, that honestly sounds like a play, especially if we can get a nice cash out later in the year if the Islanders keep rolling in that uh, in their division. Yeah, so that's enough about uh, my Islanders here. I'm going to toss it over to you, RG, with the next pick. This is pick number 
four of our Elite Ten. Yes, so we are going to the Big Ten in this one, uh, the Big Ten championship game, that is. Um, so obviously you guys saw Michigan last week uh, beat Ohio State. Michigan will likely be in the playoffs no matter what happens in this Big Ten championship game, which is why I see them hanging back a bit. I know they didn't have uh, Blake Horm last week. They won't have him this upcoming weekend versus Purdue. Purdue is a team that plays good teams very well. They beat number two Iowa last year. They also beat the number five Ohio State. They are a good team. Um, they don't lose games in blowouts either. I can see them uh, rolling on the ground this game, keeping this one close, a little low scoring affair. That's why we are taking Purdue plus 17 in the big uh, 10 championship game at Lucas Oil Stadium this weekend. AJ, what do you think of this one? Yeah, I love it. Uh, it's good value up 17 points in a championship game that Purdue's going to want to win to get a little just finish the season off tight. I think it was a stat I saw. It's like they're 3-0 in their past three games against top five teams, I believe, or something like that. So, I mean, Michigan's number two in the country right now. Purdue likes to keep games close. 70 points is a lot of points to cover in a championship game, no matter how skilled the other teams are with the differences. So, I think I love taking Purdue at 17 points, and I think this game could be kind of close at some points, too. Yeah, I don't want to play college football math here because I know we don't like playing sports math. But um, Purdue had their way with Illinois. They had their absolute way with Illinois. They showed them that that defense is not as elite as I think they are. And obviously, we saw Michigan struggle terribly against that uh, Illinois defense. But we'll see here. I don't know. Neutral location. Hopefully, a lot of Purdue fans show up there. Um, they're close by, both in Indiana. So hopefully, we get a good crowd there in, uh, in, in, in Indianapolis. I'm ready to watch this one. In Indianapolis. That's a tough one. So I, uh, I love that. And I love that stadium too. Uh, Lucas oil stadium. It's a pretty nice one there. So we're going to move on. AJ, your next pick. Are you ready? Oh, I was born ready. We are moving back to college basketball again. We are taking Illinois plus two and a half against Maryland tomorrow night. Um, Illinois has been very good this year. They just dominated Syracuse by 30 points last night. They almost beat Virginia, who's number three in the country right now. Uh, they beat UCLA as a ranked team. They've had some impressive wins this year. They're really well coached. Brad Underwood's one of the best coaches in college basketball. Um, so I actually love the pick. Maryland hasn't played a good team this year. And I like Illinois at plus two and a half, even, <laughs> uh, even uh, a little money line as well. That shot really threw me off, but it might get the hair at one point. <laughs> yeah, it's a great pick. Uh, AJ, I love your college basketball picks. Whenever you send those messages in the chat, I'm feeling all hot and heavy. I, I, I hammer them. So I'm going to be hammering Illinois. Big cat from Barstool's there. He's one of my favorite Barstool characters. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it. Can I move on to our next pick? We're going to stay on the football field. Wait, sorry. Did you just say Big Cat went to Illinois? Big Cat's from Chicago. Oh, he's from Chicago. Yeah, no, he went to Wisconsin. That's why I, I know he went to Wisconsin. He's from Chicago. He's from Chicago, yeah. I know he's a Wisconsin fan, though. I did I did realize that as soon as I said All right, that. I thought that was a J-Roy miss, but you're good. You're good. You're on track. So, yeah. So we're going to move on to the next pick. Away from basketball, getting off the hardcore. We're going to the football field. We are taking my one of my favorite teams other than the Cowboys. We are taking the L.A. Chargers on the money against the lowly 
Los Angeles, Las Vegas Raiders here. Why are we taking the Chargers here, boys? It's because it's a must-win game. I want RG to talk about my Chargers here because I think he has a good take on the game. Guys, I don't hate Brandon Staley. I do not hate Brandon Staley one bit. I think he's an absolute dog. I know I've dogged him in the past. I understand that. I know I've dogged him on on this podcast, but um, they're actually in a playoff push now. And he is fighting for his job right now. He is absolutely fighting for his job. If they don't make the playoffs, there will be a coaching change for one of the teams in LA. Hey, might be both with Sean McVay going on TV, but we're not going to talk about that right now. Um, I absolutely think that the Chargers are going to put up a lot of points here. The Raiders have probably the worst defense in the NFL, one of the worst defenses in the NFL. Um, I can see them putting up a lot here. I can see Derek Carr scoring some points, don't get me wrong. Um, but Justin Herbert in this guys, sorry, the chat is just a lot right now. <laughs> the boys are firing up the chat. I'm ready for Justin Herbert in this one. AJ, just take it away. <laughs> yeah, like this chat's um, throwing me off as well, but I it's a must-win game for the Chargers. They already have five losses on the season. They can max have one more, maybe get in that 10 and 7. But um, with the their schedule lining up, they have the Dolphins and Titans in the weeks after. And they finish easy with the Colts, Rams, and Rams and Broncos. So I think this is when they have to have, given they have the Dolphins and Titans on the <laughs> on the schedule. Uh, so yeah, I actually love this pay. Kerbert's a better quarterback. Chargers a better team in general. So absolutely love this hammer. I love it too. I'm going to be wearing the Austin Eckler jersey for this game. I will also be ordering a meatball sub for this game. So I will be careful with the meatball sub and I will eat it. And if I get a stain on the Austin Eckler jersey, I will cry. So I see Relly Hedges with his two fingers up. We have the one finger rule here, but take it away here, Relly Hedges. What's your take on your charges here? So my bad with the finger, but uh, I did want to point out, speaking of things that you're going to be wearing, um, I'd like to tell everybody that you are wearing a tank top right now. And uh, I, I just wanted to bring that to light and let the boys talk about that one. I'd also like to say he's also wearing a gong show hat and he's 22 years old. <laughs> massive frat boy vibes right now. You think? <laughs> so uh, you guys didn't know me before this semester, but I used to wear tank tops all the time. <laughs> And uh, honestly, it looked good with my farmer's tan. The broads loved it. <laughs> the only thing is, though, my shoulders are so white that people have to wear sunglasses because they would get blind. They would get blind. <laughs> so, but this tank top, boys, it's been it served me well. I think it's I've worn it since I was eighteen. It looks like it. Like my huge pecs are coming out from the sides. Like it's great. Oh. Thank God we don't have video. So. Big lot, J. Roy Lots, J. Roy Lots, J. Roy Lots, J. Roy Corners. So we're gonna move on to the next pick. It's gonna be a same game parlay pick from the same game. What do we have here, RG, in the Chargers game again? We're going back a double take. Boys, we're loving the West Coast offenses this time. We already have the USC Utah over. We are taking the over in the Chargers Raiders game. Um, I know we talked about this a bit before. The Raiders have one of the worst defenses in the NFL. It's awful. Um, the Chargers are getting healthier. Chargers are getting better. They're going to have weapons that are going to be able to catch the ball downfield, ready to go. And like we said before, Derek Carr is able to put up points. Um, money's pretty even on this one. We're not too worried about Vegas. AJ, what do you think? Yeah, I absolutely love this. Uh, 
Vegas, as bad as their defense is, as bad as Josh Nails being, their, their offense can put up points. Same with the Chargers. Chargers also have a terrible run defense. I think if Josh Jacobs does play, he's questionable. They'll be able to run it down their throat. They don't really have any corner to cover Devontae Adams either. So there's gonna be, there should be a lot of points this game, at least we hope. So I think this could be a game that goes like 60-plus points as well. I agree. And just so you guys know, that over is currently at 50 and a half. And that's uh, what, we'll, what we will be hammering it up. There is no defense on either side. So, so we just want to comment on that. We had already extensive analysis on this game. So we're going to move on to the next pick. AJ, take us away with our next pick. I believe it's pick number seven. It's nine or eight, 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 number eight. eight. Yeah. I'm sleeping. Pick number eight. Uh, we're going back to college football, another championship game in the ACC, UNC versus Clemson. And we were taking UNC plus eight. We faded Clemson last week in South Carolina, the massive spread, and the, uh, South Carolina ended up winning. But UNC at plus eight, absolutely love this pick. I honestly think UNC is going to win this game as well. So the eight-point cushion is very nice. College football in these games comes down to the quarterback. Drake May is a 10 times better quarterback than DJ is. They're going to have the best player on the field at all times, and I think UNC can easily cover eight points and uh, even win this game as well. It'd be an ACC champ, which they haven't done in a while. So – this is a little fun stat for you guys. Every time we have said who has the best player on the field, who has the best quarterback on the field, that team has served us well. Drake May is 100% the best player in this game. Will Shipley might be the second best player, but Drake May is 100% the best player in this game. He is 100,000% the better quarterback in this game. Uh, DJ Ungvalele has had a decent year. But um, nothing what Drake May has had as a Heisman candidate this year. I uh, I love UNC plus eight. That is so many points. Uh, we can potentially see them winning this game. I think. So I love that take on Drake May, and Drake May is going to become Drake December with his performance this weekend. He's a he's a beauty. I'm pretty sure, Adam. This might be completely wrong, but you're the college basketball guy. When UNC won like a, a final four a couple of years ago, Luke May, I believe, scored the game winner. Are they brothers? Do they have, is there any relation there? That is a very good question. I did not know this, but yeah, he did have a buzzer beater to send them to the NCAA championship or the yeah. final four, I believe. Uh, it was like a shot, like at the elbow, a buzzer beater. He actually did two games in a row. Um, but if that, it, maybe it could be related. Both went to UNC, same last name. So the UNC, yeah. He uh, there's a video of him in like class the next morning at a standing ovation. Yeah, what yeah. are you doing in class the next morning, man? You just hit a game winner in the final four. Not to mention an eight a.m. Yeah, it was like it was a like early morning yeah, class. Yeah, dedication. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna move on to the last, well, the last pick from our top two sports in the podcast, and then move on to soccer after with one of our top ten picks, but. For our last pick, we're going to move back onto the ice. We're going to move to the hardworking province of Canada. We're going to go to Alberta in Calgary. And we're going to take the Calgary Flames on the money against the Washington Capitals here. I love how the Flames are playing recently. They're playing with some heart. They're getting some good goaltending, not from Markstrom, but from Darth Vladar here. And I really hope he starts. And if he does, I really like the Flames here on the money against the Capitals. Last game, those two teams played. The Capitals won 3 nothing. Now they're going back to the Flames' barn. I think Calgary's going to win here, and they're going to win pretty handily here with the Capitals. They're kind of fraud, 
Uh, don't really, I'm not really scared of Ovechkin or anyone on that team. And I think Calgary's going to come through here. Their power play has been riding pretty hot. Huberto's back. And they just beat Florida Panthers 6-2 pretty handily. So Calgary, in my opinion, is one of the best Canadian teams. And you got to bet on the good teams to make some money here. Do you guys have any, uh, any takes on that pick, boys? Uh, I can take it away, but like my usual common hockey picks, I, I really like I think the Flames are definitely a much better team. Uh, Markstrom's got to get it going eventually, but very good offensively there. Scrappy team, good defensive as well. And uh, Capitals are the same team they used to be. Everyone's declining. They're off in age. So it's a J-Roy Hammers hockey pick. Got a tail and got to hammer it. I'm ready to roll on this one. Uh, once you said Flames, uh, when we were talking about this in our uh, pre-pod meeting, I don't know if you saw my, my eyes light up a bit once you said the Flames. Um, I like watching the Flames at home. They're a fun team to watch. The Capitals have definitely been a bit disappointing. Um, I don't know about Kemper so far, but we'll see uh, We'll see what they got next. Um, the Flames, you know, a little ultimatum from, from Daryl Sutter to Huberto. He's got to pick it up a bit. But uh, I see him get a couple points. Let's see what happens here on, uh, on Saturday night. Um, just something that's completely off topic that just broke on Twitter. Apparently Antonio Brown is at a standoff with the police and he's alleged to have guns in his house because there's a warrant out for his arrest and he's having a standoff right now in his house. His dick out? Wow. <laughs> pretty, pretty wild. Some... We got a street view of this or something? Yeah, can we get a stream? Can we get a stream going? Yeah. <laughs> Fellas, in the context of NFL star and police standoffs, where do we rank that between that and the OJ chase? What, what does that mean for the OJ legacy? <laughs> OJ legacy. <laughs> I, uh, I think Antonio Brown's a loose cannon. And uh, honestly, I don't see him ever playing in the NFL ever again, boys. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, if he's having a standoff, I don't think he's going to be playing yeah. in the NFL. I don't think he's going to be doing much else. I, I, uh, I think he might be done. I think his playing career might be over. Is he going yeah. uh, to join Henry Ruggs on the all-star all team, <laughs> all-American all-star team for the NFL in jail? Uh, yeah, he's actually he's going to be the new star in Longest Yard. Longest Yard 2 is going to star Henry Ruggs and Antonio Brown. <laughs> So let's uh, let's uh, move from that, I guess, and uh, we're gonna segue right into World Cup soccer talk with Relly Hedges here. Benny Betts is on the IR with a uh, upper body injury. Couldn't disclose why he was gone, but that's what we can say. He's day to day. But Relly Hedges, what a week of soccer or football we've had this week. Especially today with what happened with Japan, Spain, uh, Germany, and Costa Rica. Take it away with the soccer talk here and uh, inform our listeners on what to expect in the future. And I guess how you feel on what went down the past couple of days. Well, first off, I want to give my thoughts and prayers to Benny Betts. Um, we're all thinking of him. I know the sniffles can be quite tough to deal with, but uh, I think we'll power, he'll power through. But... But uh, yeah, the World Cup has been kind of showing us why the World Cup is like the biggest event on the planet lately. Um, we're getting upsets. We're getting these like wild games. And then we're also getting our fair share of goalless draws, which, hey, may not be your thing, but they're not my thing. So 
but yeah, we've uh, been a couple wild, uh, wild days couple that recently. Australia managed to make their way through in Group D. Uh, France took tumbled against Tunisia the other day, albeit a reserve team, but still, it's a big result for them. And then how about uh, Group F, uh, our Canadian boys coming in dead last and Morocco topping the group? Who would have thought? Not me, you? So after I saw Morocco play their first game and then saw them play their second game, I realized that they do have a lot of heart and they are playing more than for what they're there for. They're playing for uh, for Africa. And I really think that they they might be there for more than just the first game. Who are they playing in the first game, by the way? I believe they have uh, Spain in the Yeah, and after today, I kind of want to put the fraud card on the Spaniards because the way Morocco is playing, it's captivating. Like, after watching them play the past three games, I just want to put my head right through a wall. It's beautiful soccer. Football. Football. It's called soccer, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got a question for Ellie Hedges. Just given Spain, do you think they kind of threw the game against Japan today? So they got Morocco instead of Croatia? So that's a good question. I actually thought about it myself earlier today when I live bet a draw. Um and I don't think so. Uh put it flat out. They they played well, they played with heart. Uh, uh but Japan, man, like we talked about it. And in the World Cup preview show, like Japan have a lot of heart and they're here to show us that they belong. Uh, they're doing, we hear a lot about that with Canada showing everybody that they belong, except Japan can actually beat a team. So yeah, I'm, I don't think Spain threw it. I think they just kind of were the worst team today. Uh, Rally, I do have another question for you. So next round we have a fun little matchup with our team that we have to win the tournament argentina playing against australia this is the battle of the stakes we have outback steakhouse versus whatever they have in argentina they didn't know they have good steak and they brought it what do we got here do you think argentina is going to blow them out i think australia has a chance what are we looking for bets here guys argentina are going to blow them out of the water i think um australia are not very good we saw what happened when they go up against a top tier team like france and they got battered 4-1 uh argentina we know they're for real they're a good team they play with heart and they have the power of probably a little bit less than 2000 pounds of meat on their side right now i'm sure they've dipped into it a lot but uh yeah the other thing too australia are going to be playing upside down so I think Argentina really have a good chance here. What does that mean? They're playing upside down. Well, Australia are on like the other side of the earth. So everything for them is upside down. Oh, okay. Got you there. I got one more thing, if you guys don't mind, boys. If I ask Relly next to me here. Oh, yeah. Okay. Finally, we had a day where the United States money line was a play. It hit. It hit. It hit very nicely against yeah. Iran. They are going through without a loss. They are playing the Dutch. They are playing the Flying Dutchman. The Flying Dutchman. What do we think about this game right here? Do they have a chance, guys? You know, I have been frauding the Dutch since day one. They love to flop in international tournaments. So yeah, I'm all in. Not all in. I am uniting USA money line for them to go through. Is that enough for you? I will. I will also be doing it, considering I've taken that every single game so far. Yeah. So that is a that is a good and interesting pick. 
I unfortunately will not due to my fantasy team having a bunch of Netherlands players on them. But I I honestly don't know what to expect. Like the U.S. are playing with a lot of heart. Uh, you guys were dogging on Pulisic recently. He's been looking really good this tournament. He he looks like the motor there. He's the engine on that team. And I don't know what's to come after this tournament. Maybe you'll get some more minutes on Chelsea. Who knows? Okay, this might be really stupid, but was that Snapchat thing real or fake? Because <laughs> I didn't know at all. Like this Snapchat story in the hospital. Like if I think it's gonna be fake, yeah. But it looks kind of. It looks like it something looks pretty real. It, it looks pretty think, real. He seems like that kind of guy to like send that over like Snapchat. <laughs> so, like maybe like they're they're pretty like tight knit group over there. But, yeah. Uh, so it could be. Yeah. I don't know. You guys. Uh, do you guys remember that Snapchat edit of McDavid like sending some like corny Snapchat to the John? <laughs> It was like there's almost like Facebook messages when yeah. he was like 15 too. I remember that. All right, so let's uh, let's get back on topic here for the World Cup. I want to go around the horn here and everyone give their World Cup winner pick at the start of the round of 16. Everyone give your one pick, one two rationale, and why you think they're going to win. And uh, we'll start off with that uh, rally hedges all the way on the right here. Who do you think is going to win this World Cup? I am sticking true to Argentina. I will give a shout out to Brazil who are playing like kind of nasty. I'm not going to lie. Like they actually strike a little bit of fear into my heart for my Argentina bet, but I'm, I'm sticking with Argentina. I think they have um, like, just, I, I think it's written in the stars, man. Like you go back uh, until I believe 1978 uh, Argentina's captain missed a penalty in the, in that World Cup, uh, four years later, they won it. We come to 2022, um, in 2020, 2018, sorry, Lionel Messi, Argentina's captain, missed a penalty. Four years later, what are they going to do? Win the World Cup. Yo, who did they, they weren't in the final, so? No, not in the final. They just missed one? They just missed one. Oh, okay. Nah. But it's written, right? It's written in the start. I do like narratives here, and that definitely is a narrative. So let's move on to you, RG, here. What's your pick? I have a narrative for you guys. <laughs> uh, the United States has never won a World Cup. <laughs> for obvious reasons. This will be their first. <laughs> Unreal. I'm ready for this one. The United States is winning the World Cup. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I think England actually looks really good. I know they tied the U.S., but that actually shows a lot about the U.S. Um, I think England has a chance to roll here, a little redemption after that last Euro. Um, you saw them play some great soccer. We saw them play some poor soccer, but that team is just stacked with talent um, from front to back. I, uh, I can see them absolutely rolling here. Who beat them in that Euro, by the way? That was uh, the Italians. Yeah, right. Okay. My bad. Pass to the Italians. AJ, it's your turn here. Who do you think is going to win the World well, Cup? I mean, RG just took my pick, so I don't want to be unoriginal, but uh, I'm sticking with it. It's coming home. That's all I got to say. England's rolled in the group stage, and they've done it without Harry Kane scoring a goal. So, you know, he's going to get hot in the group in the uh, the knockout stage probably. Like, I just have to fill up, fill up the soccer net. So, I think England. I think it's England's year. Um, they got talent all across the, the board, so it's coming home. All right, well... I really thought I was unique with my pick and I was going to say it's coming home as well. I think England's got it here. You look down the roster, you got Rashford dog. You got Sacco's a dog. 
You got Bellingham, who's a dog. You just got constant dogs. There's no cats on this team. And I just love my brothers from the from England. They're, they're just, they're nasty. And I think that it's it, after that Mickey Mouse championship from Italy in 2020 or whatever. Chill, 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 yeah. chill. Okay. No. <laughs> Woodbridge was really fun. We had a, I had a great time. Let's chill. Either way, after that Mickey Mouse Euros, <laughs> I think uh, I think England's really going to come out here. They got some experience. Saka is out for revenge after hitting that post. And uh, you know what? Rashford said he was battling some demons, and I think those demons have been battled after last game. And I, I can see England just pulling through. They're going to have a big matchup against France, but France is kind of fraud this year. Yeah, they beat some beat up on some easy teams, but they don't have they haven't had their real test yet yet against England. Yeah, guys, it's coming home. Like, let's be real here. Three to four guys on the pod right now think it's going home. It's coming we home. got some specialists here. It's coming home. Um, I got one more thing before we wrap up the World Cup talk. So a future we made early, well, the soccer guys made, I listened to, um, was over 609.5 corners mm-hmm. in the match. Is that it? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, how's that going so far? So, guys. I have been working really hard over the past week. I have been watching every minute of every game and putting a line in my wall whenever a corner happens. Uh, I counted them up today and have determined that we have made or we've had 400 corners so far in the tournament. We are through the 44th game in the tournament. Uh, Josh, can you tell me how many corners per game that is off the top of your head? So how many corners have there been? 400. And how many games have there been played? 44. So that's a little bit under 10. 9.09. That's right. So let's round that one up to 9.1. So there are 20 games left in the tournament. And based on that, we can project 182 more corners to come. However. Wait, I was going to say that. Yes. When we get into the knockout rounds and into the final, uh, the passion, the heart, and the blood, sweat, and tear factor really comes into play. Therefore, I have consulted a number of master's students in data management to help develop a multiplier. Uh, so he's not even fucking kidding. That's yeah. the funny part. <laughs> like this is the real deal. We're in Waterloo. Baby. <laughs> uh, therefore, I we I am projecting expecting an additional 200 corners on the tournament to finish at 600. So as of now, we are behind on our over 609 bet. However, anything can happen because we've seen games go all the way up to 20 corners. And we've also seen them go down to two, which I don't think will happen too often because the bad teams are not very good at getting corners and the good teams really can. And all that's going to be coming left are good teams. And uh, make sure to remember to factor in that there's like 30 minutes of extra time in like a lot of these games, right? They go to extra yeah. time. Yeah. Because it's 15 so each. I think we got, uh, we still have hope. There, there's a chance. So let's finish off your World Cup preview because you did say you had a pick for our top 10 picks. What was your last pick to finish off our picks for the week here? So I am... I think it's a little bit of of a revenge pick for me and for Croatia. Uh, We all know Croatia put me in a bit of a Vegas trap a few weeks ago, but uh, we, we, I I don't know about you guys, but I watched them today against Belgium and they locked them down. They're the better team. 
can't believe they didn't put one in the net, but uh, all they needed was a draw, so I don't really blame them. But uh, going through, they got Japan, and we know we know we know about Japan. They're a big hard team, but Croatia have been my hard team the whole tournament. So I'm ready for them to clean Japan out, send them all the way back, and make their way through into the quarterfinals. You can book that. It's that plus money too, guys. It's that plus one hundred five. So uh, looking good. So those are our ten picks. If you want a recap of them, follow us on our socials, Odds Get Even Podcast on Instagram. Same thing on Twitter and our TikTok will be coming up soon with some videos. So you guys can put some faces to names here. So let's finish off the episode here with our value picks. Boys, let's start off with you. What is your value pick of the week? RG, my bad. I should have said your name. Oh, that's me. You said boys. So I thought you were talking to Adam, but um, we're good. So big 12 championship game, TCU and Kansas State. Uh, TCU is two and a half point favorites. TCU, I don't think they need a win to get through. Um, They probably have to lose close if they're going to lose and get through. Last time they played Kansas State, I think the only reason they beat them is because Kansas State had to move to their third quarterback. Um, So that's why I love Kansas State money line at plus 110 here. Um, They're going to be a little bit of a, a party spoiler for TCU. If they can win big here, they might knock TCU out of the playoffs here, which would be unreal to see. And uh, maybe get another Big Ten team in there, maybe see Tennessee, maybe see Alabama, which would be awesome. I'm kind of rooting for an SEC Big Ten uh, playoff here, to be honest, but uh, we'll see. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of the reason I love Kansas State. Their defense uh, is pretty solid. We all know TCU has a terrible defense, and uh, they would catch an absolute shit pumping from Michigan or Georgia. So um, I'd rather see a big 10 or SEC team in there, but uh, that's pretty much it. Like uh, I I don't see TCU winning this game by a big margin at all. And uh, I can see Kansas state winning with, uh, with a healthy quarterback here. Great, great pick. Uh, AJ, what is your value pick of the weekend? So we are going to the NFL field. Maybe a bit of a homer pick, but I'm taking the Miami Dolphins money line at plus 170 for my pick against the 49ers. Miami Dolphins football's back. Two is a ride. Mike McDaniel's that dude. Um, I just love watching this team. It makes me emotional sometimes. I've never seen the Dolphins team good before in my life. So to see a team that's eight and three right now, a chance to win the division, a chance to make a playoff run, and a chance to make a statement on Sunday if they can take it to the 49ers in San Fran. So I'm looking forward to the game. It's going to be a tough game, but I like the value. Dolphins run five in a row, eight and zero with two in the lineup. So I'll take that money when you're starting quarterback has some lost game this year. That's such a Homer pick. We're going to call you Homer Simpson if it doesn't hit. So we're going to move on to the last pick. This is my value pick. I've been hitting them. We're going to take the Colorado Avalanche uh, in Boston. Boston's been undefeated at home, so you're going to get Colorado at a really good price here. They just lost to the Winnipeg Jets 4-0, but they ran into a really hot goalie in Hellebuck. They're going to be out for blood here. Boston's looked pretty fraudulent at home the past couple games. They don't really deserve to win the last couple games, especially against my Hurricanes. But I really like Colorado here. I like the spot. I feel like they're going to come into Boston, show them who's daddy, and they're going to win. So that's uh, that. That's my value pick. And uh, pretty much that's the episode here. We've got a jam-packed episode. Pretty tired. I got a little sweaty here with the boys, didn't it? I kind of need to change after this one. Might, t- might hit the showers right now. 
Good thing you're wearing a tank top. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, thanks. For that. <laughs> <laughs> that, not, uh, long no, in tank top shirts. No. He's not a fan. <laughs> but, uh, but anyways, if you are listening, uh, we appreciate it. Uh, show us some more appreciation by giving us a like subscribe, uh, give us a five-star rating as well. It's, uh, right there beside the follow button. So, uh, gentlemen, good episode. Uh, let's come back from last weekend and, uh, peace. Peace, y'all. Peace out.